Welcome to the Tour Coach Podcast. I'm Tony Ruggiero here, as I always am, your host. And you're joining in on what we are now having is the Tour Coach Minis. And those are little 10-minute conversations with myself or Jackson Court, who's going to be hosting some of this. Most of you are all familiar with Jackson great young teacher uh, now at Atlantic Beach Country Club and he spends a lot of time with us and we've invited Jackson to be part of this he does such a good job spends so much time but these will be 10 minute conversations and musings from around the world of golf from around our travels our friends our players other coaches to give you more tour coach more do sweeper content during the week so you now have got your main tour coach podcast coming on Mondays followed by a mini on Wednesday and a mini on Friday. So you've got all the dew sweepers, all the tour coach you could ever want. And just like the dew sweepers radio show or the tour coach podcast, the tour coach minis are brought to you by our friends at Shrixon Golf, our friends at Bushnell, Buick, GMC, especially Mitch McConnell and McConnell Automotive. And you can't forget Vineyard Vines that keep us all looking good. So enjoy this episode of the tour coach mini. And we're here with all the golf content you could ever want each and every week. Sitting here in the studio at Old Palm on a rainy Sunday afternoon, I think January and February starting to become my favorite months of the year because I get I get to see Kevin Sprecker a little bit more often, right? <laughs> yeah. Run into you at the PGA show every year. Yeah. Typically, we do a golf school. Maybe I get to see you twice in the spring. Right. So uh, fun to sit alongside of you again. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Um, the reason we're together is you have a group of eight, first of all, awesome kids, but great golfers that have come down with you from the Northeast to work with Tony and Mark Hackett and Ian and Morgan and Luke and Coop and myself. So they're getting a great, <coughs> great treatment this week because they've got some great coaches around them. Yep. But you have done, a, obviously, a phenomenal job building a presence in developing juniors. And I love doing that as well, but I think maybe because of my route so far, I haven't had the ability to have consistency in that programming. You know, I've made a couple big jumps and one club, didn't have a ton of juniors, so it was difficult for me to build that. So, how do you do that? Well... First of all, thanks for having me. It's good to see you. Again. Pleasure. Um, I mean, a lot of this. Look, I've always liked working with kids. You know, when I was Jim's assistant, Jim McLean's assistant at Doral, he's always put a prime a, a a feature on the kids too. And he was always great with the kids and giving back and whatever. And it's, and it's been enjoyable to work with them and watch their development and stuff. So it's fun. Um, I've been lucky enough to been be at CP Hollow for over twenty years now. So mm-hmm. being in the same area, you start to build a little bit of a name and a brand. Yep kids start coming to you they talk to their friends and you get to, get to see some things so um, but that only works if you're doing something right yep so you know kids i always find kids are fun to do things with just because they're so malleable you can yeah you know you can do whatever and try different things and you see different progresses and um especially the kids that really want to be there and those are the kids that i tend to see that, mm. that they're, they're there they want to get better they want to play in high school they want to play in college or beyond um, they bring their friends, so so I've tried to develop programs that one develops the player themselves, but then I do these group things because I think you learn differently in groups. Yeah, you get to see what other people are doing. There's a little camaraderie. There's a competitiveness to it yep. that, that the kids need, 
So, so just being able to do that at locations like, like here at Old Palm with, with Tony and the crew and yourself have, has, have helped. I've been doing these trips for 15 years. It's awesome. Now, um, I always joke with, with everyone that, that the kids stay the same age. I'm just getting older. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a little different challenge every year. We've yeah. had some different things go on. Um, but I think if, if you make the environment fun, mm. like, like we do here, and, and you have a, a group of different professionals that, that can bring in some different aspects to it. Um, I've always tried to expose my kids to different things. Um, I want them this, you know, Tony's one of the best. You have your ideas, which are great. Tony, you know, bring in PGA Tour pros like Luke Guthrie. And this is, we got Donald Cooper here, who's a, you know, 30 year tour caddy. Just those are experiences these don't, these kids don't get. Yeah. And so to, to expose them to stuff like that is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so yeah. what are some of the programs you've had success with back home at Sleepy Hollow for juniors? Well, I like to do supervised practice sessions. Okay. So most of the kids, because of my setup, I can't do too many group things. But in the winter times, I'll do supervised practice sessions. So I'll set up, we got them for 90 minutes. I'll set up five 15-minute stations okay. where they're given a task. And then they got to do that, and then we rotate, and then they're they're paired up, and they compete against each other, or they they kind of do this. I don't have to tell them it's a competition; they kind of like to compete against themselves. And then I'm just there to make sure that, that they're just doing it, because I think a lot of times kids practice, dump out a bunch of balls, and just start rocketing balls, ball after ball after ball. Yeah. How many kids in the ninety minutes? I'll do it ten anywhere from six to ten. Six to ten depends on on yeah. the access that I have. Yeah. Um, and it's just look it, it's it's relaxed it's fun we gamify it yeah but they're not just hitting balls now there's, a, there's an actual purpose to it yeah and then you start to see that it, in their development and stuff um, and then you know, I've worked a lot with Ian Highfield and, yep um, and learned a lot from Ian about developing practice programs from Ian and seeing what he does and implementing a lot of his information um, so, so that always helps. But I think with the kids, as long as you're honest with them, kids, kids see right through BS. Yeah. You know, as much as we think we're smarter than them, we're not. <laughs> they, they see right through it. So I've learned if you're honest with the kid and you make it digestible for them to understand and fun, mm-hmm. they're going to want to stay with you and get better. Okay. So let's talk about the parents maybe for a minute. Okay. So that's a massive part of developing a junior absolutely and i'm sure you've had uh parents on all sides of the spectrum yep. so shoot some advice out for parents um to ha- to help their kiddo as well as yourself well every kid's different so you got some kids that you actually have to act as a buffer between the, the parent and the child Okay. Kids not, you know, it's their parent. They're, they respect them. They're not going to stand up for them. It's you got to kind of weasel in there and say, hey, you know, why don't you go sit in the car? Let me deal with Joey here and, and let's, let's go with that. And then they're the parents like, you know what? I think you should stay because the kid wants you here. You're involved. You can be my eyes. And so, and there's everybody in between. Mm. Um, so, so you've got to kind of, you know, you got to deal with each kid individually and actually each parent individually figuring out what works best for the kid. Yep. Sometimes you have to have the hard conversation with the parents. Say, look, you're, every time you show up, the kid changes. So I think maybe you need to, you know, you can observe from the parking lot and just kind of step back. 
And then the other one is like, you know what? Your the kid wants you here. It's fine. Your input's valuable. You, you understand. So, you know, I'd like to have you here. Hmm. Um, but you got to be, you know, it's sensitive. Um, but you got to, you know, my favorite kid is, my favorite parents are the ones that drop the kids off 15 minutes before their lesson and pick them up on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that and, and, and Touche. Right? Great point. Th- th- those, are, those are the best. Yep. Um, you know, parents should be the parent and let us be the coaches. Hmm. I think when they when the parents start crossing the line into the coaching, it starts to blur some things because now that because the kid's not going to not listen to their parent, it's just it's just the way it is. But they may not be giving the same information that we're giving them, or they may be changing it or giving them more or too much or not. You know, so it, it's it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. So I think you know you know and as a parent of of a two college athletes now. Um, you know, I've you know I don't know. Both my kids play squash in college. I don't. I know enough to be dangerous, and also I know enough being a coach not to get involved. Yeah. Especially when the kids are struggling. Yeah, you, know, you can push and prod and get in there, but I leave it up to their coaches to to take the reins on that. Yeah. It's always fascinating fascinating to me to figure out how to motivate a junior. And then you add in the parent complex, and that that is an interesting. Um, situation to navigate sometimes so it's it, sometimes the motivation can come from the parents and then i almost need to back off and then sometimes i need to push them because it's different at home which right. and then you throw the kid in there who could be completely different right yeah and that's one of the challenges for us as coaches is is being able to navigate that i mean i mean that's not teaching that's coaching that's where you start to difference between you know teaching is the mechanics and the whatever and the stuff that we're talking about here is is the coaching and managing the player or the child? Yeah, um, and I think it's it also it's a little bit different in every age. Like in this group, we got you know two ten two young kids, ten and eleven, who are studs, great kids, but emotionally they're still ten and eleven. Correct. And then you got kids, you got we got a couple older kids, seventeen and eighteen, and and they need something different than the, the younger kids. Um, and sometimes it helps to mix them up because mm. the older kids have little brothers, so they treat them like that. Younger kids look up to them. They kind of take after their mannerism. So, you know, it's kind of a nice mixture in doing that. But, you know, it's sometimes it doesn't work that well. Yeah. Oil and water. Yeah. It just doesn't mix. Um, so it's, it's, it's always going to be a challenge. It's never going to be easy. And we just need the parents to kind of sit back a little bit and let us, let us do our job. Yeah. That's why you're paying us. Right, that's why they're they're paying us. I think my favorite thing too about these these camps in particular is like Leo, for example. Right, I've seen him what now three years in a row, Mm -hmm. and hilarious kid. Right, easy to to chirp with, and like he'll throw a jab, and you can throw a jab back at him, and he takes it great. But it's incredible to see him year to year advance on my end of the spectrum right you see him way more frequent but then every year i see him and he's getting a little more mature he's throwing some better jokes right and then he's also getting better at at golf and then you i develop this relationship from afar and we're teasing on social media it's like this relationship obviously is the best thing about my job with with you guys as well as the juniors um and then yeah i think Selfishly, I'm trying trying to figure out ways to challenge myself to do that more on a small scale at home. Yeah, that's, that's one of the fun things with juniors is we get the, we get them for a longer period of time. We get to develop relationships with them, 
um, even if they move on when they go to college, they move on and they get their college coaches, they don't come back or not. We still, it's still nice to have a relationship and see them, de- see them developing. Perfect. Well, Mr. Sprecher, thanks for sitting in. We'll, we'll uh, probably do more of these. We're doing, Tony's calling the, these potties. We're doing 10 minute little podcasts. Perfect. So there right. you go. appreciate your time. Perfect. Thank you. want to remind everybody something that i forgot uh recently a couple weeks ago my wife and i went out we went to a wedding and afterwards with some friends we we're like hey where's a great place to go i'll be honest like in my travels and day-to-day sometimes i get caught up and i forget some of the great places right around the corner but i got to remind you about the ice box bar on 755 monroe street I was blown away by just the whole vibe, the atmosphere, and with the Velvet Pig, the food in the back room, and the big screen TVs up front. We sat there and watched some playoff games. I was blown away by the atmosphere, the vibe, and just how cool it was to have the Icebox Bar right here near the Dew Sweepers downtown, near where I live. You're looking for a great place to go sit, watch some games, hang out, play some pool. You got to go to the Icebox Bar right there on Monroe Street. There's a good chance you'll see all of us hanging out. Do yourself a favor. Go visit the Icebox. It's one of the best places out there. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero. And look, recently, several teachers I know and several players have had some scares with skin cancer. In fact, I recently went and saw a dermatologist here in town, and I had a couple things frozen off, eyelid, my face, my earlobe, and not getting any younger. And I know, I know it's getting to that time of the season where it's cooler, but look, being in the sun is a real deal, and I've not been very good, to be totally honest, my whole career at using it at all because I didn't like how greasy it was, how hard it was to get off your hands, how it clogged up my pores. And then I found this sunscreen, Visor Skin Care. It's clear. It goes on. It doesn't dry you out. It isn't greasy. It's like you didn't put anything on. By far, it's the best sunscreen I've ever used. Without a doubt, is the easiest to use. And we've got a discount code for all of you. All you have to do is go to visorskincare.com. Just use our code word, Dewsweeper. Visorskincare.com, code word, Dewsweeper.